Hello, welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am recovering from being stabbed with a vaccine morgue and this is... Oh no, you've given yourself an intro, you've thrown everything. <laughs> uh, I'd have been prepared for a Covid isn't real rant or something. Uh, I'm 100% prepared, Matt Strange, and this is... Sick and tired, Mule. <laughs> Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Yes, mate. He's had a rough day. He's been bitching about work. Uh, Rightfully so, by the sound of it, but you know. Yeah, right. I just felt that that I should actually have one of those um, little extra intros this week. I am aching everywhere from a jab I had on Saturday. Well, Um, you know, they have to control. This is (laughs) true. You know, you stop from the mind control effects, mate. It's not, not going to help when COVID-20 comes out, is it? No. <laughs> you have when to upgrade the <laughs> You have to upgrade. Oh. Now that's what I call Rona 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fucking year, is it? Jesus. All right. Oh. Hello, welcome to our wrestling podcast. We've got <laughs> we a, do we've, talk about wrestling. We've got a pay-per-view coming up with a full audience, apparently. Amazing. Coming Ooh, up in a couple of weeks. At last. That's yeah. what we need. Hope it's got, I hope it's got big, awful crowd. CG. Oh, I, I watched Backlash last night. Well, I watched, Mate, I watched Backlash before the show. Because Oscar Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, to be just fair, yourself, which, which was good. Um, a 20-odd win, just mi- watch women's Joshi's. match. <laughs> yeah. Was um, it, wasn't Char- uh, wasn't... Uh, Charlotte being Charles, controlled by um, COVID. Controlled by <laughs> COVID vaccine. Wasn't she like doing the Elixir Best and all this bollocks I oh, read? I, re- I didn't notice that. She's <laughs> being controlled by Alexa Bliss. Mate. I wish they'd done that. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm just so sick of it, bro. <laughs> anyway. When um, is Paige going to do something? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. This might be the first time you listen to our podcast, and as such, you would need to know we have a tier list, which is how we give our scores overall for BTE, for Elevation, and for the individual matches and overall on Dynamite. We are still refusing to review Normal Dark until it goes back to being what it used to be, which was the Dark match. More on that later. <laughs> More on that later. Mr. Strange, are you ready to explain the tier list? I am. It's a dull one because, as I said, I am 100% prepared this week. Uh, I do have news, though. Right, tier list. You know it. It's a ranking system. It comes from computer games. It's on YouTube channels. It's having a bit of a a dive down again now, but we are one to ride that popularity until it comes back. We start with our lowest grade match. That's a D match. D match is a shitty match. You've not had a good time watching that match. Or maybe it's under two minutes long. More on that later. D matches are matches that we just could do without. From there, we rock up into a C. C is what we expect the average good match to be. Enough story, good wrestling. Sure, your mind's not being blown, but you've you've had a good time. The wrestling's solid. You walk out going, yeah, that was all right. In fact, more, give me a soundbite, but a positive one. It's all right. There we go. C rank match. It was good. From there, we rock up to B, probably my uh, the most common kind of good match, in my opinion. So when we get excited, match plus one. You've got the story. The characters are on their faces. The wrestling is crisp and clean. You don't pick up any botches. It's more than a, it's all right. You're like, oh, 
That was really good. That's what we want from a B match. Just, just that shade above good, but not quite amazing, which is A. An amazing match. We want story in. We want story out. I want to know who the characters are, why they're there. I want that match to be perfect. Some cool things I've never seen before. Um, maybe some clever use of outside interference. You know, a little bit of a little bit of flair sprinkled on it. That's what makes it a B match and A match. You don't catch up anything weird. There's no slow moments. You just go, yeah, that was fucking wicked. And it should be your match of the night on average. But ideally on a match of the night, we would like an S-rank match. S-rank matches are the fucking top titties of everything. You talk about it for years to come. You send gifts to your non-wrestling mates. You've got great story, great character work, story in, story out. Things you've never seen in the ring before. Yeah, maybe a little bit of colour. Maybe some exciting props. You want a spectacle from the S-rank match. You want to see the S-rank match on the card itself and go, that's going to be fucking wicked. And then your hopes are actually lived up to. Your hype is golden. You get to watch a skeleton ninja fight a bunch of Japanese assassins and talk about it solidly every week for a year. That's what you need from an S-rank match. It's an experience. So D, shitty, C, good, B, match plus one, A, awesome, S, oh, that was fucking dope. There we go. I, I Every was, week, boys. I was sitting there <laughs> waiting. Like, He's not mentioned it yet. He's not mentioned Am I going to have to chuck it in at the end? <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, no. Um, it's the gold standard. So, uh, news. Um, Mr. Strange, do you want to start off with the sad piece? No, I want to start off. Oh, okay. Oh. Poor Miss and poor John Morrison beat eaten by zombies. You need it. <laughs> the chat boys, they're, they're gone now. If you <laughs> have... carry on. What? <laughs> yeah, um, so on Backlash what? last night, uh, there was a lumberjack match, and because it was being sponsored by Army of Darkness or something. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead, um, new Netflix show by Zack Snyder. Uh, the lumberjacks were all zombies. It is as good as it sounds. I'm just going to say, right, if I told you, Strange, that they had a match, a lumberjack match, and the lumberjacks were all zombies, it's going to get one of two scores, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be a D or an S. It it was not an S. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know what makes me sadder, the concept of the match or the fact it's connected to a Zack Snyder movie. I, I'm not <laughs> sure. If the concept of the match is fine, if it was in a universe yeah, where yeah. zombies were a thing, but suddenly yeah, zombies... If you did it in Lucha Underground, it'd be like, sure, fucking yeah, zombies, yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway. Right, yes. F in the chat for uh, Miz and John Morrison. Hopefully John Morrison can now go to a decent wrestling promotion. Um, that's not well, fair, but F in the chat. Yeah, let's go to the serious. <laughs> yeah, no, let's, let's go to the serious one. From one F in the chat to another F in the chat, Vic Grimes can finally leave his house for the first time since 1997 because, sadly, New Jack has died. He had a heart attack. Um, he's gone now. Many opinions on New Jack as a person. He's the only man I know who has stabbed somebody in a ring and willingly thrown somebody thirty foot to hurt them. So, not the best guy. But fuck me, did that guy have some promo game and uh, hardcore ability, shall we say? Um, 
I've got a college degree and a criminal record, so you know, so I know how to make a decision. New Jack, yeah. Sadly, New Jack is gone. Um, bit of a mixed one, shall we say? Uh, <laughs> the hu the human danger level of humanity has decreased by twenty percent. Rest in peace, New Jack. You were yeah. you're a a character. Yes. And you didn't deserve to die so young. No. You know, yeah, especially on your, uh, your your potential redemption arc as a human. Yeah. Um, uh, other news! Oh, go on, Morg. I just shouted I was, I, was, I, I was about to get Mr. Muir to do the next one because he's the one who knows about it, and it's another piece of bad news. Oh, Ricky Stark's getting injured. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was during his hangman match, and is it his neck that he's injured? Or shoulder? I can't remember. Sorry. Yeah, he pretty much jumped onto his, his own head yeah. and watched it happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh... It's not too bad, though. It's only a fracture, so he's only going to be out for, like, not, I think he said, like, nine weeks, so it's not bad at all. Yeah, uh, for it's a not that bad. And, yeah, thankfully, it could have been a lot worse, you know, so thankfully, yeah. it's only a few yeah. months of that. So, wish him all the best and, you know, Come. hoping to be back soon. Matt, Nick, um, you know, let him know from us. Pass it on. Pass, pass yeah, it we, on. Know Nick, we know Nick listens. We know uh, Matt listens we as well. Know, now. Matt, um, we definitely know listens. More on that later. Matt, it's... It's going to be a positive episode. More on that later. <laughs> um, Stick with us. I have anything to do with it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, last piece of major news. Um, so allegedly, uh, so this first came to light to me because I saw an article that was about Andrade not wanting to sign with AEW at the moment because of... Um, there is alleged heat between the EVPs, um, between the elite and Cody, from what I've managed to gleam. Um, this is alleged heat. There are a lot of people who think it's a work. There are a lot of people that think it might be legitimate heat. The Bucks have made a tweet about it, kind of making light of it a little which makes me think because that's the kind of thing they do when something's not actually real it, it is possible that the only reason they're not really talking is because cody's concentrating on the run-up to being a dad you know there's all kinds of stuff but yeah allegedly the bucks and cody have heat which if it's true that doesn't bode well for a dubs I'm going to speculate. I'm going to speculate here. Oh, look uh, well, we know, I know we know Cody and Kenny have uh, some different opinions on the business because Cody's like made references about Kenny wanting stuff at the last minute and things. Uh, and there is a difference in the sort of style of matches and story they like to tell. So I'm guessing there is a, a little bit of drama and distance, but I'm, I don't think it's going to be full-blown heat. Um, it is keeping Andrade from away from starting Los Ignorables, though. So um, fucking get it sorted, Matt, Nick. Go talk to Cody. Sort the shit out. I need Los Ignorables. Kenny, fuck me. Sorry, I'm. I've got a thing. Um, social media. Uh, Kenny. Kenny says he uh, did a tweet where he said he's uh, still owes a kicking to Naito oh. for uh, taking off. Yeah. And I know they like to fuck about with this Forbidden Door and they've taunted us quite a bit, but my my love for Tetsuya Naito... Um, All I'm saying, the... if, they, if they don't found the No foundation, uh, no Conditioner Club, I don't care about this angle, mate. Mate, if Andrade can go to AW, sort it out, boys. 
Yeah. Uh, and Naito goes to back him up. I, w- I would fucking mark out. I'll shit my pants and roll over the floor. That's what I do when I'm excited, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just scoot around my coffee table, really excited. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, Morg. I've just sort of hijacked the show because... That's what it is. That's, that's important. Oh, oh so, so you might you get, get your no. Los Ignoblers... Your invasion that you really want. Not this maze part. Oh, no, I don't care. <laughs> um, Naito back. gets on better with with Eo. We've seen all the pictures know, of them together I now. Know, He's mate. been around him loads. You know but what I really no, want? It's Taishi and Tan. Who's <laughs> Taishi? Taishi's Taishi 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 and vegan noodle uh, Zack Sabre Jr. as Taishi's tag team. But you can't split up the Dangerous Techers. They're no. the best tag team ever. Right, anyway, this isn't about NJP Dub. Um, Morg doesn't watch it. Quick, Morg, you're back in control. Uh, so, moving on, social media of the week. And it's me, I believe, this week. Because normally this is Strange's thing. Um, it's just a little thing I found that I think is worth checking out. And it's Dolph Ziggler and Ryan Nemeth, who are both brothers. Ryan Nemeth, who regularly gets a different name from us. Um, some Ralph variation Dolph. on the name. <laughs> Zolph Diggler. Um, uh, because they're brothers and both stand-up comedians, allegedly are quite love, quite a lot of their stuff usually quite funny and gets a nice reaction from the fans. But they are constantly ribbing each other. Um, last night's one after Dolph Ziggler lost the tag team championships on, I don't know which ones they were, on Backlash. Uh, Ryan Nemeth sent him a tweet, which was a picture of the Simpsons with his face on, uh, with a little sign saying, better luck next time. So, yeah, the two of them are worth, <laughs> worth checking out as two brothers who, you know, do do stand up comedy and are apparently quite amusing. So other people have told me i will be keeping a closer eye on them now after this ziggler and trent are really good friends and ziggler often call trent a piece of shit because he's got the same boot design as him and stuff and trent will be like you stole my moves and things so i think uh um, I think Ziggler should escape. You see his picture, and all of his mates are the AEW roster. Yeah, I was going to say, really one of his big mates is Cody. That's a really yeah. big mate. Him, Cody, and um, former Zack Ryder. Uh, At Cardona. Thank you, Cardona. Cardona. Name, name was escaping me. Big Three of those are big, big mates. Hence why Cardona and Ziggler had such a good feud, that they basically grew themselves on Twitter. Anyway... Moving on, it's that time of oh, the week. No. Oh, it's, no. Yeah, it's that time for us to give our reviews of this week's shows. And we start, as always, with Mr. Muir and BTE, or Being the Elite. Right. So this BTE starts off with Matt Jackson talking about the box history with STU, which is a he really good... He should have been on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to get watches. that, but yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry, Mo. I'm, yeah. No, I'm quitting now. Go on, go on. <laughs> My heckin' spot. Um, yeah. <laughs> but basically, it goes to a good breakdown of their history with each other, which I think you should all watch if possible. And yes, he says at the end, this should have been on Dynamite, which is completely what we always say. And I wholeheartedly agree that this should have been on Dynamite. Maybe with a bit more production yeah, value, okay. but yeah. 
I, d- I don't know if it needed more footage. Yeah. Um, quick on the spot. I thought okay. this was a really fucking good promo, and if this was on Dynamite, I'd have been giving it an A. I it thought great. this was a really good promo. Yeah. Solid. It was a great heel promo really that was, you know, muted and not overly done. Yeah. So I enjoyed it quite a lot. I'm sorry, Matt, but it should have been on Dynamite. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I needed you, a wanky if, hand signal. If, if you watch, you just need to mention us at some point, just so we know. Why? I've got to get a mortgage, Matt. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) So then we move on to the Dark Order looking, um, Stu's still looking for his girl. There was no picture of Anna this week. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I definitely didn't. So there was a girl in the distance briefly that looked about Anna's build, but it was very brief. Right. So then we move on to the rest of the dark order in their lair slash hotel room slash hotel lobby i quite i like silver walking in the background that uh, was really good i also liked uh uno's things that he was looking up on his phone like stuff like how much wood could a wood, wood, wood chuck chuck and stuff like that is two two inches erect big and shit like this <laughs> so that was good oh uh. I liked Colt's big dad energy when he couldn't even be bothered to stand up for their bit. That was great. Are you going to uh, join us? Just moves his chair closer. It was great. Uh, Ken was upset that he couldn't beat up, up that emo geek, which made me laugh. Uh, and they had, a huge, uh... they had a huge discussion about if Sting was their friend or not. Paul got really upset that he talked to him for two hours and then he didn't even remember him. <laughs> then Uno decides that we should start stealing Taz's gimmick, but they were they turned this down because none of them could do a good suplex. John Silver is still missing, so they start searching around the roof with Silver, and then they break with the one, two, three, five sucks. <laughs> Poor five. Then we move on to more Nick Jackson trick shots. Oh, it was just a single fucking hoop throw this yes. week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, these weren't. I as enjoy his deadpan face, but I, yeah, his deadpan face no, but... does make them. It fucking gets me. So then we move on to the best friends who have found John Silver, and John Silver for no reason is just a child now. He has no like fucking control of himself uh then he starts compl- chuck then complains that he's making fun of him because he's talking like a southerner <laughs> and then he just screams a yeah fuck you dustin which made me laugh because <laughs> that's chuck's real his name, real name. No, no. uh then they steal his shoes and <laughs> and uh statlander walks over him Trent is definitely the me of their friend group. You could see that they weren't going to pour red wine on him, and you could see that Silver wasn't prepared for it, and he just did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Lad. We, we know this. <laughs> uh, then we go back to them building the ring, which is for a while, which is quite interesting if you like to see how a ring's been built. Then we I've, moved... No, I've done it. Yeah, fair. Then we moved on to the Elite, who... Uh, Unfortunately, Mick Jackson thought there was Hawaiian Day, where the rest of them knew there was a Biker Gangbang Day. I think you'll find by Gallows' words. 
Matt was still the most beautiful. I, I fucking love what he was His wearing. But, uh, but I mean, it's fucking phenomenal. At least their shoes didn't run out of battery this week. That is true. And we also move on to the quote that I loved from Gallows Woods. I've already been in a filed, ba- filed biker gang gimmick on the other show to follow my lead <laughs> and play the aces and eights from DNA, <laughs> which made me laugh. And, uh, I'm not sure what Anderson's reference was to him being really sour-faced, the whole thing. I didn't get that. No, I don't get Bully it. Ray reference? I'm not sure. Anyone yeah. from the TNA days want to inform us, Morg? No, I, no idea <laughs> on that. No, fair enough. Then we hit, move on to Peter Alvorn trying to hit on Maddie. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It uh, was, it was Maddie Rankowski. And he just strikes out instantly because he looks at Lever and she then makes a chance to escape. Why is Peter Avalon in all of the best storylines in AEW? Because he carries the show, mate. How, how does he do it, bros? How does he do it? He's wonderful. I love how does him. he look so ugly when, when he's just tidied up? He looks quite handsome. That's my favourite bit, when he gets that awful moustache and everything. <laughs> but before, when he just used to be like normal man, not weird moustache man, he looked all right. But now he looks, you know, as he does. Um, then we he's just on. magical. Yeah, I love him. Then we move on to the Dark Order. Silver's back. He just wanders back into the scene. And he was just complaining that he was right behind them the whole time. But they were looking under. Ah. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) On to more trick shots from Matt Jackson. And then we had a really good promo from Christopher Daniels in the counteract to the one for Matt Jackson at the start of the show, which probably also would have been good on Dynamite if a bit long for Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I found this one dragged a little bit. Uh, it was still yeah. good. Don't get me wrong; it wasn't quite as good as Matt's, in my opinion. Good work, Matt. Yeah, it could have been. Good it name. could have been clipped for you know two minutes and been a bit more punctuated, but yeah, it was good. Anybody else got anything to add to that BTE? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty entertaining BTE. Some good promo work that should have been on Dynamite. Well, yeah, they're making our joke now, so it's not as fun to make it. We've been bamboozled, boys. I quite like the best friends bullying John Silver. I think it could have been a a little bit cleaner, but I love the idea of it. I love them being... uh, Especially if you watch the high spot stuff and some of the old Chikara things where Chuck and Kenny were bullies. Lovely little sort of comedy flashback to their old days. When everything was more fun and free. Anyway, I think this was a B for BTE. I enjoyed this. I was bored while watching it, which is all I can ask for. That's always the thing. Especially yeah. when it's a 20-minute one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree. I didn't get tempted to skip forward. I watched it just before um, we did the show, actually, um, this week. I was a little bit behind yeah. on my viewing. Um, and, yeah, I wasn't tempted to skip forward because I was trying to watch it before the show. I watched everything and enjoyed it. So, yeah, I agree. I think it was a B. It was solid. Now onto something I'm guessing oh, no. isn't solid. So, Mr. Strange... <laughs> Now it's time to review... Hey, a section. <laughs> yep, and your section. What's Well, as we, we always call this uh, Loving an Elevation, uh, sadly, I will not be calling it that today because I did not love this. We're back up to uh, nearly two hours, boys. Nearly two hours of wrestling. And we open with possibly our most elevating match, would you believe? 
Uh, David Ali, who got an intro, who's 5-0, versus Lee Johnson, who's 4-1. I was actually like, oh, this is what we... Uh, what we kind of wanted. I mean, yeah. I still knew Johnson was going to win. Don't get me wrong, but... But, you know. Pretty solid match. Pretty elevating. Ali got a bunch of uh, offensive. Nice even show between the two. And then Lee Johnson picked up another win with a fisherman's neck buster that Tony Schiavone called a blue thunder bomb. Thanks. One more but otherwise... You want more? Uh, good intro. Like, not the most mind-blowing of matches, don't get me wrong, but it was good. Uh, I felt David Ali was kind of evenly matched to Lee Johnson, who I also, you know, we're, we're seeing on the rise. But then it goes downhill. Ne next match is uh, Eddie Kingston versus Massage MV VSK. No intro for VSK, even though he's been there for like a year now. He got a little bit of a fence in, and Eddie made him look a bit, you know, pretty good. Solid enough. Can't really say VSK was elevated. We knew the winner was going to be. But but not as bad as, as some of the matches. Wait. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky defeated Fuego and Baron Black, who got no intros. I think Fuego and Baron Black have earned their intros by now. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, Baron Black got a little bit of a fence in. Fuego got a good hot tag. Uh, solid enough, but meh. Obviously, they won with a Ego's Edge, which I love, but even I am. I'm growing tired. Big, the big show, Big, Paul White, uh, did his little heartwarming backstory section with Danny Limelight, where we learned about Danny Limelight being a Marine, him becoming a wrestler, etc. Baron they actually met back in the day on the old USA tours of the military that Dub Z does. Uh, if you enjoy those little heartwarming backstory sections or little bits of the character work, it's all right. Thunder Rosa took on Renee Michelle. Um, no entry for Renee. Not a lot of chemistry in this match. Bit slow and awkward. Weird end as well. Uh, Thunder Rose has added a new submission to uh, her finisher collection. And mm, I'm not sold on it yet. I'll have to see it a bit more. Could have been the lack of chemistry. We saw the uh, same Eddie Kingston promo we saw on Dynamite. So that was that was a thing. Chucky e. T took on no intro Miles Morales. Um, Chuck just sort of... Sorry, that really hmm? tickled me. <laughs> what did you say? I said no intro, Miles Morales really tickled me. That's a great wrestling yeah, name. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chuck pretty much took him a fair part. He got a little yeah. run of offense, but then he was awful waffled and it was over. Cool. Layla Hirsch defeated Danny Jordan, who didn't get an intro. And Danny Jordan always had an intro on Dark, and she came out with a little book, because I remember going, why does she, have, why does she want to burn books? Is she a Nazi? Then I had to learn the Mean Girls thing. Bit of a shame, I thought, on that one. Once again, not a lot of chemistry. But quite an even match, though. A uh, couple of... There was a fucking brutal face kick in it. A lot of good ideas, just didn't quite pull them off. But, but most elevating match yet. I'd say Jordan looked to be, you know... Similar sort of power scale to Hirsch, who has been shown to be, you know, at least upper mid-card. I love Hirsch. But, eh, skippable. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page had a promo where they were good comedy upper mid-card heels. You know, that sort of thing Neat. they do. <laughs> Neat. Matt Seidel took on Manny Smith, who had no intro and it's his first match. Guess what happened? Not elevating at all. Jade Cargill took on Rekka Tahaka, who I talked about last week, who I like the look of. Um, Rekka did some moves, and then it was over. 
But we did get the story bit, which is hinted at on Dynamite, where the lawyer MJF had for his matches against Moxley came out to make her the most money he could. And I quite enjoyed that comedy shit bag character, so... Yeah, um... <laughs> yeah, it could be fun giving a you know typical whiny white man American budget lawyer. I'm down with it. Fun. Also, now a match I didn't need to see, and this is I think this is the one where my enthusiasm broke. If you know what I mean, I go from being like, "Well, these aren't the best matches," but I'll get it down and give them a good watch. Mark Quinn and Matt Hardy versus McQueen and Alexander. But why is Matt Hardy in a tag team match with another t- uh, tag team person who's in their own tag team again? I've seen him with every member of Private and Party. I've seen him with the Blade. I don't know if he's been out with the Butcher. Let the tag teams tag. Anyway, uh, Matt Hardy did everything and won. <laughs> it was oh. super lame. <laughs> Britt Baker took on uh, Rachel Rose. No intro for her. I looked away and it was over. Away, should you? God damn it. <laughs> I believe more on this later. Uh, more on this later. Um, have I got these matches in the wrong order? So yeah, that... these matches are in the wrong order. No. No, it doesn't. Oh, no, no, I've done it right, I think. We might miss some. Who knows? Uh, Maddie, uh, Maddie Rankowski took on Tay Conti. Maddie's got music. Yay, she's got an intro, even though we've taken away Danny Jordan's. Bit weird. Um, Tay gave Maddie some actual offence I was just getting a bit tired It was all just a bit so obvious It was it was alright I, I don't really think it helped anybody Thunder Rosa had a promo where she described a new finisher uh, Chaos Project uh, be defeated Sorry, Jurassic Express defeated Chaos Project It was a real match I was really excited Then I realised it was uh, Marco and Jungle Boy Not Luchasaurus Oh uh, f- Fine little fun match, though. You know, you can let Marco do his comedy stuff because you've got Serpentico, who is not so overwhelmingly massive. It was all right. Worth a pop. Uh, Marco got the pin. Uh, oh, then Asaya Cassidy, the other half of Private Party, who should have been in a tag match with his tag team partner, but instead his tag team partner was in a match with Matt Hardy, had a match against Reynolds of the Dark Order. Um, pretty solid match. Can't say I cared though. Uh, Reynolds won it. It was all right. There was a bit of double shenanigans. Then they had some dubsy dub afterwards, where Matt Hardy and his people beat up uh, some of the Dark Order guys. And Matt did his new super submission that I have to watch three times a week on Reynolds. And they made Silver watch. Then Colt got rid of them. Uh, I assume Silver's going to have a match to beat Matt Hardy. I, I don't know. There was some story there. I'll give it that. I'm just I'm just so tired of it all. And finally, Moxley took on Danny Limelight. Obviously, Moxley won. Uh, but solid, quite an even match. There, there wasn't that much chemistry. Uh, Moxley would have to pull off the turnbuckle paradigm shift to win. Uh, I would give that an overall C rank as a match on its own. This show was infinitely skippable. The only elevating ones I could probably say are the opener. I'm sure I said there was a second one. Uh, it might have been Maddie versus Ted. No. Yeah, it, 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 it was. If you really, really, really like wrestling, it was fine. Most of it was really obvious. If you are somebody who already watches four hours, uh, three hours of wrestling, plus some other side things and a bunch of channels, just give it a skip. So, boys, 
Who's watching Dark Elevation next week? I'll do regular Dark. I I, I can't. I can't. I need a break. Um, <laughs> who who wants it? <laughs> I, I, I don't. Or we want just it. skip it and I'll give Dark. No, we'll, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll give it. we'll give Dark another run. We'll see if we'll Dark, give Dark can... this next all right, week. Okay. I'm. I miss Tasman and Excalibur. Excalibur. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Give Dark the chance to Taz um, redeem loves itself. wrestling. Re- I just, I've, Excalibur knows the names of moves. You oh, know, asshole from a commentary team, isn't it? Really, let's be honest, here, boy. Yeah, like, I can't say the wrestling was bad. It was just yeah. so obvious and so dull. Anyway, I'm being too negative. Let's go. More take let's back over. Let's get from negativity to positivity. So. Uh, yeah, over to me, and it's time for Dynamite. Uh, open as always, JR Excalibur yeah. and Shivani on commentary. And we open with Eugene Nagata versus John Moxley for the IWGP US Championship. Mox wins with the Paradigm Shift. What did you guys think of the match, and what scores did you give it? I can't believe Blue Justice uh, didn't go over, boys. <laughs> <laughs> How good was Moxley coming out to Wild Thing? Uh, I properly had a fucking chuckle when he <laughs> Wild Thing. I was like, yes. It's nice for um, that actually come out the proper songs again. You know, that was such you know, like an old school thing, and now it's like finally because you know big money cans just buy it back. Yeah, no, really good. Uh, Rocky Romero was there, which yep. is a part a huge connection to NJPW. He's That's... really big over there. That's the biggest NJPW thing, as far as I'm concerned, that Rocky's there because, you know, he's yeah, like he's, their talent. He's basically or... non Japanese talent representative, isn't he? Yes, mate. Um, anyway, the match. Uh, I had a great time on this match. I actually don't have many comments on it because this was just a solid NJPW match. Um, lots of chopper, lots of slammer, mostly pace, just enough of everything for me. Enough few hardcore moves. Obviously, Mox has got most of the action because he's up against an old dude. But the uh, NJPW loves its um, its older wrestlers getting their matches and stuff. But yeah, I said very little to say because this was just a, a standard good NJPW match for me. And I gave this a solid B. Uh, I just re- wrestling plus one for me. I'm also going to point out that Mox doing the bow at the end. Um, in Japan, the lower you go, the more respectful and like apologetic or buffing of the other person you are. And Moxie went straight to knees and head on floor. That's huge. That's like I don't think we even have a comparison. That's like a written letter of respect and apology, just in yeah. one. It's like action surrender. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically. It's, it, yeah. Um, but yeah, I fucking love this match, uh, and it's a solid B. Um, the only things I'd like to add to this, I'm so happy Touring's coming back because they're announcing that they're on tour again. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Different wrestling shows and new wrestling fans around the place. God, it's going to be so much better when we have fans back. But also, I love... The only thing I've got to add that you haven't already was the off-the-bomb rope lariat where Moxley fell and then fucking lariated him off the rope was fucking ace. And this was just solid for me the whole way through. Uh, Nagata... I always enjoy an Agata match, and it was just, you know, NJPW match, so I give it a B myself. Morg, it's a very different style match for you. What have you got? Um, so, yeah, it was a good match. It was um, it was enjoyable. I, I watched the whole thing. It didn't have enough 
I don't think it had enough extra story in it for me to push it into that B. Um, it's a high C for me, but I think that was just because of all the story and how much I was looking forward to it. And I'm not sure if I didn't do that thing we do sometimes where I thought this was going to be an A of two people just absolutely leathering the crap out of each other. And it was probably actually a B of two people leathering the crap out of each other. But I ended up giving it a C because it does that make sense? That thing we yeah, do yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Where I got you. We're expecting a bit more. So, yeah, I think I can agree with you guys. It probably was a B with the hindsight of, of chatting with you. At the time, I think I was just expecting that little bit more. Um, no, yeah, you got yeah. one of the old boys. Hopefully, hopefully next time they'll bring over Satoshi so Nick can be excited. Oh, uh... Satoshi. Finally, some bread club action. <laughs> Um, the only problem is you've got to, I think you've got to have your expectations when it's like, you know, when you know it's an old guy from NJPW, you know what kind of match you're going to get. And you're not used to that, Morg. That's the only thing I can say. You wait till our slap man shows up. Yeah, to be honest, because it was an older guy, I really expected them to just leather the crap out of each other onto a, to a level. And, you know, it was still good. Anyway, moving on from there, Inner Circle promo. Thoughts and scores? Oh, blessed Ortiz, with some reason why Santana's away. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, it, it was good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it a C. Also, I've got nothing really to say about it. Yeah, it just, it this happened. Yeah. Give us, yeah. It was a rematch. <laughs> yeah. And more on that later. Uh, following on from that, we have the Cody more Rhodes announcement. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Coming out dressed as a Beano school kid, Cody Rhodes. Um, God, he goes through politics. I, t- I have to put up with enough of this shit just skimming through my Facebook feed, let alone this. Then it's uh, USA versus UK. Murica. And Murica goes on for so fucking long. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to do something really cool and paradigm breaking. What's that? I'm going to use my dad's name. Yeah, but this was really obvious. We, we knew from the moment you said you were going to fight Antonio Gogo, you were going to call yourself the American Dream. Yeah. USA! USA! Yeah, I, I hated it. This was long, boring, overly political. Um, I don't really... As much as I've been cheering for Antonio Gogo in a meme-esque way because he's wearing a union flag and going, call governor, I hate America, which does make me laugh. You've got you've got to make me laugh with it. You can't take this seriously because it's so fucking retro and eighties, yeah. and it's the kind of thing Americans would have eaten up. Maybe Americans do still eat this up. I don't know. Um, they it's, do. It's the, they do. It's, As a babyface American promo, this was a classic Cody Rhodes B. Um, if I was critiquing it in that way, um, very very patriotic. Uh, it was all right to me because I could see what it was. I, I don't like these kind of promos and I don't think this kind of thing belongs. I don't think Anthony. Go- I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think Anthony Gogo doing the, I hate America belongs in AEW to be fair, as much as we might, no. you know, lol at it. It's a bit like, uh, really? You yeah, know, this doesn't yeah, belong in AEW. You're better than this. You know, you know when uh, a, uh, WWE said that 
AEW was setting back wrestling 30 years because of a blood and guts match. No, this is setting back yeah. wrestling 30 fucking years, if yeah. anything is. Give it a fucking D, boys. It was terrible. I hated it. You were so yeah, I've already read it down, mate. Thanks. If it had been shorter and hammed up, like if yes, he'd come mate, out of it... a fucking Star Spangled Banner. If it was ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Um, but giving it that serious edge and yeah. talking about how his daughter will be both black and white. I understand it. I understand we live in a political time where you want to get your message over and such like, but don't spend like 15 minutes of the show telling me America's great, especially when the second country you try to push through it. It was just shit. Let's just yeah. move on. I'm going to labour this. Yeah. So uh, moving on, SCU versus Young Gut Bucks promo package. Anything to say about that or should I just get on with the match? Uh, I gave a plus one to Kaz saying he was going to beat them up because whenever somebody says they're going to beat them up, it makes me laugh. But yeah, let's just get on to the match. Um, Don Callis joins commentary. Uh, SCU versus the Young Bucks with the Good Brothers uh, for the Tag Team Championship. Bucks win with the BTE trigger. Um, and then Mox and Kingston wreck the elite locker room. Um, what did you guys think of it? And what score did you give the match? I really enjoyed this match. Uh, we get a nice, solid, exciting start. We're getting to see those solid heel books that we're liking. Uh, once again, my notes are a little bit, you know, sparse, just of how much I was enjoying the match. Uh, the heel choke spot was really cool. Uh, Kaz comes in with a fucking phenomenal hot, hot tag, and I always pop when I see Kaz's leg drops. They're great. They actually, the, the break wasn't dull. Like, the wrestling continued, and I wasn't like, ah, oh, it's... It's picture in picture, so I'm bored shitless. Celebrity rehab is a fucking phenomenal move. We should see that more again. Yes. The pacing just kept up. Fucking Christopher Daniels can bleed though, can't he? Jesus, oh, Jesus um, Christ! So I, I, I think he he hit the ring wrong. I Definitely. don't think he was meant was to be in that much. Yeah, it was very hard way, and I don't think I think he did a bit of a dusting, and because the camera stayed off him for a long time. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, he was down for ages. Whilst Kaz did fucking loads of stuff, to be honest. Man, Kaz looks fucking phenomenal in this. Did. I did like Matt Jackson looking guilty temporarily. Like, I enjoy a little bit of sub... You know, small stage acting, shall we say, when you're actually watching them. Uh, Kaz pulled off a Styles Clash! Yay! Right. Uh, the move that kills people. The last minute wow. save from CD was... <laughs> I'm joking. Last minute save from CD was great. Uh, I quite enjoyed the comedy parody of the I Love You spot. A lot of people hated it. But I get it. They are kids who grew up seeing that spot. And now they're taking the piss out of it. Cool. Right. Um, there was a small slip on the best Melter ever that was a shame. But it stuck, was styled out. And with the amount of blood that CD was losing, I don't think anybody was going to blame him on that. Uh, I love the cheating run with the spray. I thought that was really cool. I've not seen the uh, ice spray from NJPW used in people's eyes and the head bop before. And the fact it went into a kick out was fucking great. Um, yeah, just a really great match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, even the amount of blood didn't put me off and sometimes I can. I gave it a high B slash A. I'm more sort of leading to A now with a lot of the clever ideas in it. But I'm going to see what you boys say. Um... My only criticism of this match is that they cut away from SCU at the end. I think they should have had a little bit of time just to, you know, go, these guys have now just broken up. Let's have a bit of fallout from that. But no, we can't wait instantly to the locker room being destroyed. That's my only downside to this match. It was really good otherwise. Really put over Kaz and how strong he is. 
you know, as a wrestler, stat-wise. Yeah, just, it did. Just absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed it, and I gave it an A, but I was d- disappointed by there was no, like, SCU breakup bit or anything like that. It was just hard cut away instantly. It's like, what? <laughs> so, uh, for the second match in a row... <laughs> Are you the, are you are you are you the negative person this week? Yeah. What's going on? Uh, they cut away too soon. We didn't get the payoff to the storyline. With yeah. that's one of yeah, the reasons fair. why I threw the mocks. And, normally, I would say, and then we'll discuss the things that happened afterwards. Afterwards, but it's one of the reasons I've got it noted here that I bundled it in because the match finished, and then we went to mock. And as much as I like Mox and Kingston being the couple of babyface thugs, I'm really down for that. This was not the moment to do it. Um, this was important. Won't see celebrity rehab again, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, ah, we will. They'll be uh, back. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I ended up giving it a B. But again, I talk. You know, listening to you guys. Yeah, it was an A. The match was an A. It was absolutely. Match was solid. an A. But... Um, story going in, story coming out. It's just a shame they fucked over the story coming out a little by trying to do the next story. Yeah. Less is more. They probably went over or something. And then they're like, quick rush to to Dubsy Dub. Uh, Following on from that. I'll give it an A then. Christian Cage backstage promo and Matt Seidel interrupts. Any thoughts? No. Uh, We're getting good Christian now. Uh, I quite enjoy Christian and I think his band's a pretty... When he uh, compared, said the only thing uh, he could critique was his ability at a buffet table. I think Christian is getting himself over. Sadly, Matt Seidel is one of the least badass promo people in the world. Um, I'm sure he's lovely, but he's not very threatening, is he? Uh, And especially as he's a heel Buddhist. I mean... I mean, we do have him in the real world, but I don't think a Tamil Tiger gimmick is going to get over. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it might. <laughs> Yellow Turban Rebellion. Well, uh, it's stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, weird, skippable. Just let uh, Christian and Taz need to bounce off each other. They're too good together as opponents, in my opinion. Uh, so moving yeah. on to go. Sorry, Mio, carry on. No, no, it's fine. I just, I just don't care about Matt Seidel. I just don't care about him. I'm sorry, guys. I just don't care. There's Give him a like... manager. Give him yeah. a manager. Yes, correct. That Give him good. Luther. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm down with it, boys. I'm back in. <laughs> uh, so following on from that, um, Orange Cassidy versus Pack. Um, Don Callis distracts Pack. Omega blindsides Pack with the belt, and we end up with a double count out. Difficult match to score. Uh, we'll go into that afterwards. Uh, what did you guys think of the match? And scores did you give it? Obviously, it's a bit of a hard one to deal with. Because, <laughs> fucking hell. Okay, Orange Cassidy was knocked out, and that's why right. we got the weird finish. Horrific. Horrific. Jesus, he just went down uh, like yeah, no. Do, uh, do I first guys, noticed it. Do with you guys Garlet. know the story behind this? Shall I just quickly fill that in? Yeah, he got knocked out. Uh, so yeah, uh, well, fill it in anyway. Not, Orange Cassidy was knocked out. It was supposed to go to a sixty-minute time. Uh, sorry, sixty minutes. Twenty minute. Twenty time minute. There. Twenty minute time limit. It's not a championship match. It was meant to go the distance. Orange Cassidy got knocked out, and they had to call something on the fly. And I have to give them extra props for being able to call something interesting on the fly, even if it. Bless Don Callis. 
yeah it felt a bit just straight out there weird but they got yeah so uh yeah what did you guys think of the match and what score did you give it i can't rate right, it i'm gonna uh yeah it didn't start off that great uh, it was a slower start probably building to this 20 minute timer and obviously the knockout um stopped that happening so i'll, I'll make a i'll just get a few points that i picked up um JR said there was a, uh, some matches have kissing your sister finishes. What does that mean, JR? Oh, I didn't hear kiss? that. He, he said it. Was, uh, I like, trust you. You don't want one of those kissing your sister finishes. And I was like, it's a bit strange. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, that Liger bomb was my first note when I was like, that looks fucking brutal. But now knowing Cassidy was half unconscious as it went down. Um, and then the you know, the legit dock spots. Casty tried, bless him. Like he did the roll into the ropes and the thumbs up and stuff. He, he gave it his best, but he was fucking annihilated. Blessed on Callis running out. The Kenny shenanigans. It was clear that Orange Casty couldn't finish the match. If you watched this and didn't realise that, um, you need to learn a bit more about people. It was awkward, but it was a good save. Uh, I I don't say I can rate it. Um, but I'm going to give it a C just to balance our ratings because I think it's a bit harsh to uh, take points away from them for it. I did quite like Don Callis at the end going, he'll turn on Kenny, he'll turn on to make sure he went the right place, though. Brilliant. That's my thoughts. Um, yeah, I think Pack and Aubrey did the best they could with the situation they had until they got support out there. I'd like to give them props for that. Yeah. Pack was pretty quick on picking up that there was something wrong. Unfortunately, the spot that um, was straight after the knocking out was a Liger bomb. That was really unfortunate, but Pack did go, oh shit, there's something wrong instantly after it. So fair cop to him on the ball there. But, you know, what can you say, really? I just feel sorry for these guys because they were just at the build of the match where it would have got really good, and that happened. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a C for how well they coped with everything afterwards, but I just feel sorry for these two. For balancing the books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I can't add anything else. They'll make yeah. it back up I, to us. I, I get, oh, yeah, cool. I, I gave it a C for the show. I have a feeling they'll make it back up to us at the um, pay-per-view. Um, yeah, the yeah they definitely threat. will. It'll the be a triple fucking... threat with those three is going to be awesome. It's going to be so interesting. Yeah, and it's going to be different. So uh, moving on from there, we had an elite backstage segment. Any thoughts? <laughs> this is where we praise the Lord. Um, a solid promo. but And I like the Varsity Blondes. And apparently they've added Julia Hart to their little repertoire now. So they've got like a, a team with a whammins, which we always approve of. Um does it feel to you, as people who mostly just watch Dynamite, that the Varsity Blondes are the number one ranked tag team? No. Like, whenever they've been on the main show, they've they've mostly lost. Shit, yeah. Yeah, like, like, like I like the Varsity Blondes. Um, oh, I like damn, the... Chair, you can take out Freezer. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like that. Uh, if Yamcha wasn't in if more episodes than uh, the yeah. Varsity Blondes. Anyway, it was all solid enough. I'll give it a cheeky C, but can we get can we get a buff on Matt? Buff the Varsity Blondes. I know you want to give them their uh, private party match where you make people like them and stuff and uh, you know, get them more super over. But <laughs> maybe establish them a bit more first. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but yeah, C, solid. 
yeah, it was good enough, but my complaints are exactly the same. But, but yeah, it was good enough, and hopefully you'll get them right over, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I was shocked that it was the Varsity Blondes. I thought it was going to be somebody else. Uh, moving on from there, uh, quick Dark Order and Hangman promo. Thoughts? This was great. I gave this an A. Um, before I even get into it, there's not many notes. Uh, I quite liked Hangman saying he doesn't mind losing and then you know, explaining all the cheating things and stuff. It was a really clever challenge. It can tie into the uh, cage breaking off from Team Taz stuff they've been alluding to. The double or nothing pin uh, pun, which obviously ties into it will be a double or nothing match. But also when they're like, aha, look, a pun. And he's like, yeah, that that I've, this was great. God, Hangman's good. Um, and giving him some background people sort of lens to his attitude i gave it an a i thought this was great yeah this was solid and like you said it's going to end up with cage wine to win clean and you know how this group's going to do something and cause an issue there blah 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 blah. great storytelling you know where it's going it's solid and i'm going to enjoy the match um nothing really to add uh following off from that pinnacle coronation we have members uh, of the am pinnacle. i giving it an a yeah, yes. yeah go for it yeah. <laughs> Right, cool, cheers. These votes are important. Pin- pinnacle coronation, uh, inner circle interrupts on a golf cart, and yeah, um, I'll see what you guys thought of this before I give my comments. Anyone got anything positive oh, right, okay. to say did... about this? Freaking <laughs> good first. I, but my, my opening line is kind of love the crown that MJF was wearing. Uh, yeah. And MJF yeah. does pretty well. We get a bit of panto for the kids at the start. Then Tully comes out and I was like, oh, Tully. And Tully had a, had a bit of a bad muster, didn't he? Um, have a bad muster, mate. He was that that right guy, he, he's that guy that you let talk. And he said, he goes, I just want to talk about this. Yeah. Oh, no. And normally he's really good. Uh, then the van pulled up and I could see Jericho's cheeky little head sticking out between the seats. And I was like, ah. Um, and then we got the old hose down from the 90s. Oh, God. Uh, now, I will say I'm going to forgive 90% of this section solely because they're going to make Stadium Stampede a yearly thing. And it, it, yeah. Yeah, if they if they can live up to the hype of the last one and this is the Inner Circles thing, fucking great. I, the last Stadium Stampede was phenomenal, let's it was be honest. one of my favourite um, matches, so yeah. Shouldn't have put the breakup clause in, in my opinion, because it just makes me think that they're going to win more. Um, yeah, fair. Because they've got to redeem themselves. But, yeah, long rambly. We got the, I, I don't know how to rank it, boys. I'm going to listen to you guys shit on it. Go. <laughs> it's just so blah for me. It was like 10 minutes. I'm guessing that they were having to fill time from the pack. Cast the issue would be my yeah. Oh, makes sense. But, if only uh, there was somewhere else that timer could have been. Nah, there's nowhere that time could have been used. Nowhere. Um, but yeah, it was fine. Just don't care. And I hate gimmicks like this when it's so obvious what's going to happen, but the heels just stand there like dorks. I don't know. Are we giving it a D, boys? More, go on. Go on. I don't think it was a D. I think it was it was wrestling. It was wrestling bollocks. It's very wrestling. Yeah. Um. I. I, Somebody who I was watching it with. Um. 
did comment on the fact, do you think that when Jericho was on the Austin podcast, he got permission from Austin to do a champagne bath instead of the beer bath? Um, I can't believe JR didn't make a bigger thing out of that, considering he was the... Oh, was it meant to be champagne? It's, yeah, it was. I think well, it, was it was supposed to be a little bit of the bubbly being hosed down. It was. Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. That's certainly what I assumed yeah. it was, that it was oh. their version of the Austin beer bath with the champagne. Yeah, bath. mate. That's... Um, but no, they didn't say it, oh. and and Jr. could have. If you'd have had a bit of the old school Jr. Stone Cold Hyperbole, I think that could have saved it a bit more. I think it was all right. It was very wrestling. It was a C. I don't think it was shit. Tully Isn't went it? too long, and I think Nick's right. I think we've got to give him a little bit of a pass, just because they had to fill time. Uh, there are better places they could have filled time, but more on that in a moment. Champagne. Why didn't he get? Why wasn't there a witty one-liner of like, why don't well, you just need a bit of the bubbly? Yeah, some fucking shitty Arnie line declaring it a bit of the bubbly before yes, this. Right. I didn't even notice it was. It was on the side of the car, but yeah. All right, it gets a passable C. It should have been more ridiculous, I, in yeah, my I, opinion. It gets a C, but it's a low C. Yeah. All right, I'm with you. I've given it. It's got a cheeky little minus. Um. After that, Britt Baker interview. These are important. Any thoughts? God, she's great. How our opinions uh, on her has changed. Not the most ex- uh, exciting section for you know, of the show, but Brit's really good. I can't wait for her to be champ. She's going to be a great heel champ. Yeah. Didn't rate her. Solid healing. <laughs> Neil's dead. No, I said, no yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, fine. Uh, so following on from that... Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Jasmine Allure. Thunder wins with the Fire Thunder Driver D Squash. Whoa, now. Uh, was... One minute, 55 <laughs> seconds. Oh. I, pu- I paused this at the start when the bell rang and I was like, lol, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna time it because I expect it to be a really short match, like, you know, four to six minutes. Um, and I, But even my opening comment as it began was, blessed Rosa know what, knows what wrestling looks like. Um, yes, yeah. One minute, 55 seconds. One minute, 55 seconds. You know what the problem is? If I'd have gone for a... Go on. The problem is they had a no-name jobber. Obviously, you know, a a relative no-name job, no-entrance jobber. And so they were never going to go any further than this. They were never going to add the time onto this. (laughs) Yeah. Just for... They should have given a real women's match. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Takes him out of Cody's promo time. No, Cody needs that promo time. Yeah. No. Is there anything to say about it <sighs> other than just... No, no, just win. move on. Just Where the on. fuck is Sheeta? <laughs> Where the fuck <laughs> is that woman's champion? Um, I don't necessarily have a problem with not over-labouring uh, the champions because I think... It I get you more, but I haven't seen her around a month. Yeah. <laughs> Other people are getting more wins. Um, yeah. Jade Cargill interview. Oh, Anything? Great. I really like Mark Sterling. Uh, I just wrote down, fuck yeah, Mark Sterling continuity. Uh, that's all I care for. Like, Jade, all right in the ring, great in looks, not great promo game. As I said earlier, give her this guy. See where it goes. Manager, yeah, would be great. I think he's the right kind of manager for her as well. A 
manager. Yeah, yeah. You can bully him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Derby video package. Uh, I really like this. I thought this was uh, the best version of Derby Guinness adverts we've seen. Uh, I called him a generic son of a bitch. I thought it was pretty good. I gave it a B. I quite liked to actually like urban decay, bit of Derby. rage Derby. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I still think his silent ones were better, where it was more like metaphors and building up on that sort of thing. But, you know, I still think this was really good. And I gave it a B myself. It's going to have to be a B. Yeah. Good old oh, even yeah. I got... Back to back to gothic to experts. What we like back, well, it's back to the type of stuff that we like. Um, it's not just him and Sting and his little dad coming out every five minutes. It's actually Darby being allowed. Don't to ever do talk Darby to me or my thing. son ever again. Yeah. <laughs> so following on from that, Darby Allen with Sting versus Miro for the TNT Championship, and Miro wins by ref stoppage. What were your thoughts on the match, and what scores did you give it? He came out in the shorts with the uh, embroidery already on. Brilliant. What? Uh, <laughs> obviously, I, I enjoyed this, and it's a fucking brutal start from Miro. Um, and, and, you know, at the start, when he was like throwing him into barriers and stuff before the bell went off, surely that's when Sting should have stepped in. And that, yeah, that's probably the one match of my just started. Yeah, <laughs> that's my biggest criticism of this match. I'd say I was like Sting. Sting, yeah. you've stopped Where people you, stepping bro? in toupees and, and stopped people from being near people. Maybe you should stop the giant Bulgarian man from flattening your son. Because it's not legal yet. But no. Uh, and there was some brutality out there. Like, Darby took a throw from Miro, like, overhead and just fucking landed flat. It was fucking ludicrous. Then we get a bit of a hot comeback from uh, Derby, and he pulled off probably my new favourite gif of wrestling. He cannonballed between those ropes on one tope that he hit Miro in a ball and literally bounced about six foot off him. Um, once again, I don't actually have much play-by-play because I was just fucking into this. Joy went this on. one, yeah. Then obviously Team Ego come and beat up Sting. I uh, don't think this match needed it, but I do quite like them running off like children giggling to themselves. It made me laugh. Uh, did miss a bit of ring time though. We were a little bit of lacking in wrestling and it slowed down for the break, but Miro kept looking beastly. He did a couple of overhead gut wrench things on Derby that looked fucking brutal. Uh, got proper brawly for a bit. Uh, I liked uh, Derby trying to suffocate him and grabbing his nose as well on the outside of the ring. I thought that was really close. And then he was just fucking hurled into the wall. That was ludicrous. Um, we get the uh, taking the tape off of injuries, which I always like. I think that's a nice show of uh, how extra you're hurting them. And we got a bunch of limb work from both of them, which is just really cool. The rope leg slam thing from Miro looked a bit harsh to me, and uh, there's no way you can bounce that. And I thought that was pretty fucking brutal, but great. The rope bounce counter slam counter cutter was awesome. Um, the overhead throw land into a great high speed sequence. It was just. Really solid. There was even a Code Red slash Destroyer that I thought worked hey, really yeah. well with the momentum. Uh, and then he was just fucking out. Great finishing sequence. Really good match, in my opinion. And I gave it an A. Yeah, I don't have much to say about this because I just enjoyed the match and it was really good. And I highly recommend watching it. Um, yeah, if Miro hadn't won this, I think, you know, I would have been tired of AEW to be honest because 
there's only so much I can believe. And when a man that's like 300 pounds comes out against a man that's like 150 wet, you know, there's only so much I can believe. And it was just really solid. This is exactly what I want from a Derby match. Like, I'm happy if Derby had won this through shenanigans, but, you know, I wouldn't want him to win it clean. And I think it was a good match. I think it was a solid A from me. Morg, you're you're a babyface fan. Uh, well, it's going to be an A. I thought it was just all right. Um, it was. It, it didn't. Fit. It felt like a good monster heel squash match. Um, yeah. And much like it didn't feel quite as special to me as the um, Brody Lee. Cody Rhodes match and I think that affected no, my, affected yeah. my thoughts on it it didn't have that special feel um, it just felt a bit too heel one-sided um, so it didn't really make me go ooh very much uh, I liked the ending, I liked the fact that Darby didn't quit, that he wasn't pinned, that he just passed out, that's always a good thing especially for the indestructible character yeah. Um but now they, he can go on and do other things and feud with other people. Hopefully we can get a a little mini Kenny Darby feud going just to tide over till Hangman's ready. Oh, that'd be those, cool. two, they, those two will have some good matches. Um, and he yeah. can join Los Ignorables of America. Yes. Maybe it is time yeah, for the see. Darby heel to... I don't, I don't see them doing that. I don't think Darby's a fair... Um, I, I'm sure he'd be a great heel, but at the same time, I don't think he will be a great person to turn heel. I think he's too over. Use him as vigilante, man. Uh, it's what he was doing before with Cody and stuff. Uh, it's what Sting did in the past. It works Boy, well with a box. face... Yeah, exactly. Face with a heel skin, you know what I mean? Works really well. Yeah. So there you have it. Morg's gone. That's our, <laughs> um, that's our review of the week. Mr. Strange through the power of Lettermaths. Well, it's, we got a big bank of C's, uh, a couple of D's, a couple of B's and a couple of A's. But I think I left this uh, show mostly positive. I think despite the incredibly underwhelming women's match and the Cody Rhodes Murica promo. I think we got a lot of good solid entertainment. We got a lot of good solid storyline work in and out. So I'm going to allow this to round up to a full solid B. I would say it was episode plus one for uh, overall experience and advancement of the setting of AEW. Yeah, I think I, good. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think, yeah, it feels like it felt like a B show back on form, which is the nice thing. Yeah, exactly. Like Thank you. Well, to promote uh, to a pay per view as well, because they got a lot of like little. This is what's going to happen at this pay per view sort of things, and you know, which I thought was good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I might start actually watching Elevation before I watch Dynamite, just so I leave on a more positive note, <laughs> as opposed to getting up watching Elevation, coming to this show, and be like, "Well, wrestling shit, boys." <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling's really good. I love it. You're not yeah. doing Elevation next week. You get to have you get to have Taz and um, uh, Excalibur oh, bless back. Taz and Excalibur. Uh, so they're, they're just they've got so much fans. Um, 
I'm afraid it's another short show this week. Uh, we don't have an interesting discussion. We haven't come up with anything new and exciting. Mainly just going to be the uh, uh, the reviews this week. Hopefully back to uh, normal surface will be resumed next week as we will be starting to gear up ready for the pay-per-view. Uh, I want to thank... Yeah. Um, Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. You can find us Wrestle Opinionated on Anchor.fm, Spotify, and YouTube. Mr. Muir. Thank you very much for turning up and listening. It's always a pleasure. And if you'd like to send anything in or questions or discussions you'd like us to discuss or whatever, please send them in to WrestleOpinionated at gmail.com, WrestleOP on Facebook, or WrestleOP1 on Twitter. Over to you, Strange. Did you enjoy the show? I bet you did. I bet you're still listening now, right at the very end, and you haven't clicked stop. Because you've enjoyed it now so much, why not give us a little like? Give us a share. Give us a subscribe. Hit all the other little bell and button fingers that mean you like this. Go on. Do it. If we get rich enough, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, who else listens? Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Chad. Um... Uh, one, tell Eddie Kingston hi, we met once And two, click that like button, share this Make us big, rich and famous So I can retire to uh, continue my life of doing nothing So yeah, thank you very much for listening Do do everything you can to uh, help support us Back to you, Morg So all that's left to be said is goodbye and good night. <laughs>